time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Welcome back to the next step. We're in the process of walking slide by slide through a pitch deck. So two weeks ago, we talked about the opening line. Last week, we talked about slide one. Today, we're talking about slide two. Slide two almost always is the problem, your problem, the problem you're solving, right? the problem at hand. And on this slide, you're going to describe in as simple terms as possible, what problem is your company solving? And if you don't have this answer off the top of your head because you have some great technology and it's in search of a problem, you got a problem, right? So companies exist to solve problems or companies exist to bring products and services to market that solve problems. Customers only buy solutions to problems they care about. So there's gotta be a problem you're solving. If you, if you don't know how to describe this, go off, start writing some paragraphs to describe it, start testing those ideas with customers, right? figure out what problem you're solving. And as I said two weeks ago, when I was talking about the one-line exercise, the problem that you state has to fit the solution. You can't make the statement that half the world is poor and your solution is to do some recycling in a small city in, in emerging markets. Those two don't match up. Yes, you're making a little bit of progress toward that big poverty problem, but even at scale, even if you were in every city in the world, you wouldn't actually be solving the problem. Again, they have to match up. So what I like to do when I'm making pitch decks is to make them highly visual, lots of pictures. Ideally, one big picture across the entire slide from edge to edge, top to bottom, no white space around it. Every once in a while, split the screen into two because maybe you have two sets of customers and so two big images, one on the left, one on the right. On occasion four, split into four, on occasion three, I got a slide in front of me that has six pictures in it. The point is it's mostly pictures. A bunch of pictures, one, you know, one picture, two pictures, three pictures, and then one sentence or two sentences that describe what problem those pictures are representing. That's it, that's all you really need to put on there unless you're solving some problem that the, that the audience really doesn't understand, has never heard of. Then you might have to go a little bit deeper. I tend to work with mission-driven for-profits that are solving hunger or poverty or climate or one of the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And sometimes we'll just put the goal right on that page. And at my investment holding company, our slide two, it says two hunger with the logo from the UN, one poverty, and then we, we made one that says zero funding that's in the same style. And again, something interesting to make the audience go, wait, wait, that's not on the list. That's a little bit of intrigue to get them to want to know, well, what's that? I've never seen that before. Now, when you're presenting slide two, don't dwell on the problem. This is a mistake that a lot of first-time entrepreneurs make. They get passionate about these problems. This is why they started the company was to solve the problem. And so they could talk for 20 minutes about the problem if they wanted to. And unfortunately, a lot of people do, or at least 10 minutes. If you're presenting a five minute pitch, 45 seconds should be on the problem. If you're doing a 10 minute pitch or a 15 minute pitch at, an, at a competition or an angel group, yeah, maybe a minute should be spent on the problem. That's it. People are not listening to you to get educated about the problems of the world. They're here to hear how you're solving the problem. So spend most of the time talking about the solution. Spend a very little amount of time, just, just enough to make sure they understand what problem you're solving. And that's it. You say a few sentences about the problem and then you move to slide three. And that's really all there is to it. 
with two exceptions. One is sometimes you're solving more than one problem. Again, remember chicken basket, it was poverty, hunger, and unemployment with a chicken. That's three problems they're solving. Those three problems are interrelated. We, we don't need to put three more slides to describe them. But again, at my investment holding company, I, sometimes you got to break the rules in order to, to make sure the audience understands. And so in my own slide deck right now, I have four slides on the problem. But I can get through that whole thing in less than a minute because I just say, hey, we're solving three problems. And more often than not, I say, you know what pro the problem of hunger is. And I put up the slide and talk about it one sentence for 10 seconds and then next. And therefore, we have a problem of poverty. And if I know the audience knows this, I get through it in 10 seconds. And if I think they might not, 15 seconds. And then I explain the interesting one, which is zero funding. And even then, I might be able to do that one in 10 seconds. And, and so literally, 45 seconds later, we're done with the problem. We're on to the solution. But I did split it into multiple slides because of that other rule I talked about last week, which is each slide is there to present one part of the story. And so if I simply put up a slide that says we're solving three problems, and then I sit on that slide for five or six or seven more sentences and 45 more seconds, and there's nothing else on that slide except those three things, yeah, I'm missing the opportunity to present a little bit more detail, just enough to make them understand that I really understand this problem and then move on. But typically 99% of the cases, one slide for problem is more than enough. And with that, we'll move on next week to slide three. Until then. <laughs>